Hello, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode of Masters of the Matrix. I'm Greg M. Creators, I welcome you. In this episode, we discuss the importance of using your gift of imagination with as much intention and attention as possible. Why? Because most of us use our imaginations without intention or conscious awareness. Instead, we use our imagination imagining worst-case scenarios and worst-possible outcomes, not even realizing that this very act is creating the potential in itself. This is why becoming a master of the matrix is the utmost importance for, from freeing you, for freeing you, from limitation. Now, I've done an episode on this before, of the power of your imagination, but I want to revisit this topic because it is incredibly important, especially in this time when things on the outside seem so shaky. So much change is going through. So much change is happening. And if we're not balanced on the inside, if we are not calm on the inside, our seas are not calm, then we are definitely going to be feeling this. We're going to be feeling and we're going to be feeling shaky. And that is why we must as I said in the previous episode, focus on our inner world. Try to remain calm on the inside. Focus on maintaining that calmness on the inside. That is the one thing that we can control is what's going on on the inner world of us. What's going on out there, we can't. But we can't control what's going on inside of us. So that is why that is a topic I'm, I'm visiting and I'm going to revisit because it's very important for us to find that peace and that joy in the smallest of moments. And so with everything going on in the world, with everything with so much chaos and uncertainty, most of us are using our imagination from a place of fear without even realizing it. So anytime that you imagine in your mind something bad happening at work, something bad happening in the world, whether you see it in your mind or you feel it or just a sense that you're feeling, that you're feeling, you're actually using your imagination in each of those moments. So you're basically sending the potential to the universe to say, okay, that, I want that potential to be real. See, the universe doesn't really measure what's good or bad. It measures what you want by who you are. So this is why we have to become conscious as to what we're thinking about. And not only that, what we're using our imaginations for. So we have to take our conscious control back over the power of our imaginations and start using our imagination to, to create the world that we desire from our hearts. What's best for us and what's best for our collective, what's best for humanity, what's best for, for Earth. And using your imagination like that is a very powerful thing. I would like to put an equivalent to that and call it, that is, active prayer. See, prayer is no more than just sitting there in quiet solitude and using your imagination to ask the universe a potential that you would like to see, that you'd like to bring forth into your world. And the universe doesn't say good or bad. It just it says, okay, that's who you are. Let's 
try to get that to you in the way that you know how. So using our imagination like that with conscious awareness and conscious intention can actually turn the tables of anything in our life from, from bad to good. And that is why when we first see this, we may become a little bit unsure or even skeptic about this because we're like, well, how do we know this even works? Well, let's break it down. Think of the clothes that you're wearing. I've, told, I've talked about this before. The, the shoes that are on your feet, the vehicle that you drive in, the place that you live, that was all first in the imagination of either an individual being or collective before it was made manifest into the 3D. There's no difference from going beyond that to outside of human thought, whether it's plant, trees, animals, etc. It was once first in the mind of a being or collective before it was made manifest here. And so that is the power of imagination. It really is incredibly powerful. And most of us are using it through unawareness, being unconscious about it. And, and what's worse is we're, we're using fear, using our imagination and using fear to create. So that is, we're creating this perpetual machine and we become stuck in these loops. So we need to turn the tide, turn the tables and be like, okay, I want to use my gift consciously with intention and attention to create the life that is best for me and the best for those around me. So we have to use this with gratitude. This is truly a gift. And so I ask each of you to, to test this. If you haven't been using your imagination already, start to try. And we, we need to start with things that we really do believe because really your, your answer, your, your, your response from the universe is going to be equivalent to what your power of your belief, your belief in the process, your belief in yourself, your belief in this, this thing. If you kind of believe and you have your prayer and you say your meditation, then it kind of might work. If you obviously don't believe, then it's not going to work. But if you believe that you know that you are a creator, that you have the assistance of the universe, that you are an aspect of the creator made manifest into physical form, experiencing human life, and you call upon that greater aspect of you. You watch the magic. So we have to first experience it to know that it's real. And so we have to start with things that we really do believe it can work. So start with a cup of coffee, start with $10. Now I may have talked about this before, but the best time to get into this state is usually before bed or right when you wake up because our conscious minds haven't fully taken over yet. So we can access that at zero point a lot a lot quicker and a lot easier so we get into that state close our eyes and imagine walking into the scene that you desire and imagining all of your senses are fully experiencing so you can smell whatever area that you are in whether it's a beach smell you want to be at a beach or whether someone's giving you money and you can feel the money in between your fingers and you can feel your heart feel so gratitude you know so much gratitude and really just Get into the scene, feel it, see it, smell it, touch it, taste it, fully, fully, feel it, feel it. And the longer that you can hold that feeling and experience it at that deep level, the more creational energy you are giving that. So the quicker it will get to you, equivalent to your belief in it. So start with something small, like I said, 
and do this often. Do this a couple times a day, or at least one time a day, or twice a day, beginning the day, end of the day, and do it for a couple days. And I promise you, you do this consistently with something as small as a cup of coffee or $20 or $100. You watch the magic roll in, and then you're going to be convinced completely and utterly. And then you'll be able to create more with more intention and more love. And so we want to do this for ourselves, but we also want to do it for our collective as well, because our imaginations are connected to each other. We're we're accessing the same realm. And so when we send that energy that we want the benefit to every, we want everyone to benefit from our, from our hearts, from our intentions, from our actions, then that just really sends a powerful pulse into that, into that realm. And it really helps heal. It really helps evolve whatever you're sending, whatever energy you're sending. And, and right now, we need Mother Earth. We need all of us to operate from our hearts more, to come together. So imagine more forgiveness. Imagine everyone coming together. Imagine everyone coming to a solution. Imagine people laying with their weapons down and coming up with peaceful ways to work with each other and accepting each other. And imagine a world that you want to live in and using your imagination for that. That's a powerful way for you to send energy to those who need it, to those that are ready to evolve from Mother Earth to the solar system, and those that are beings that are inside in small worlds, and those that are in large worlds. It's a very powerful thing that you show that you want to serve and honor not only yourself, but the world around you, and that this is the reason why you came. It's a glorious gift, and that's the gift of your imagination. And so you can use this in really small ways. Use the gift of your imagination in large ways. For example, if you have, there's an issue between you and your neighbor, or an issue between someone at work, you can use your imagination to imagine a healing event taking place between that, those two people or parties or whatever challenge that you're experiencing. You can use your imagination to imagine a desired outcome. And you can use it for imagining healing in someone that you care about or someone that you don't even know. And this imagination is that gateway to that world to create that potential. And that is why they say the more people that come together in meditation and prayer with thoughtful and intentional prayer can do a lot of difference. And they've actually done studies in cities where they've had a lot of people come together and pray literally 10,000 people or more, and they were measuring the crime statistics in these cities. And they had seen and measured that these crime rates had gone down significantly, as much as 20%. And so we know how powerful our intentions are on an individual level. So imagine when we come together collectively and align with loving ideas and loving thoughts for those around us who can really make a massive difference. So let's use our imagination with intention and create the world that we want to live in. The easy road is the road of the most traveled road, the road that is where people get angry, where people get upset, where people get frustrated. Isn't that the easiest thing to do? Isn't that the easiest thing in the world to do is to, 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 be, the, to, to be the a-hole? 
what's the what's the hard road? What's the difficult road? I think the difficult road is is being the kind person, being the compassionate person when even when you don't feel like it. Even when the circumstance would normally deem you correct or right. Isn't it more powerful to be kind and to be humble in even those moments? That's the hard road. That's the difficult road. And that is the road that brings the most rewards because that is the road that is least traveled. That is the road that is the road of the heart. That is the road that is out of balance in this world right now. So that is a road that we all need to be headed towards directly and staying there consistently in order to find the peace that we all truly deserve and to be the best being that we came here to be and to serve our path and Mother Earth and everybody in between and everything in between is to live the path of the heart. And that goes hand in hand with using your imagination. So we want to create from our hearts. We don't want to create from a place that of out of ego. We do, and we and we usually will experience those worlds, and that's fine. But when you're ready to experience your destiny, when you're ready to experience what you came here to experience, well, this is why you're listening to this podcast, because in here we operate from the heart. In here. We see challenges as opportunities to be alchemized into a situation that we want, that we want to grow from, that we welcome, that we're not afraid to take on a challenge. We're not afraid of what's going on out there because our world in here is calm. Our world in here has direction, has purpose. I know who I am. I know my connection to this world. Nothing out there can shake that. That is what this represents. And that is what I see in all of you. I see everybody out there that has a compass, that has a purpose, that is powerful, that is making the changes necessary and releasing all the things that are holding them back to become the best versions of themselves so that they can live a fulfilled and successful in a way of balance in life and being the light that this world so desperately needs. So we have to first uncover that light within us and unwind all of those patterns that are holding us back from our truth. And then when we find that truth, we, we hold it, we, we incubate it, and we allow it to grow. We give it what it needs to grow. We focus on what it needs to grow. And that is what's going on inside of us, maintaining that equilibrium in our hearts, in our minds, and in our being, and using the tools that we are given in order to accomplish that. And that one of those important gifts is that your imagination, a most powerful gift that I urge you all to use with love and gratitude and care and attention and remind yourselves and try to be aware of when you're using your imagination, perhaps when you're not even aware of it. So if a situation is you're in a challenging situation and at work or with your friends or at home with your family, a lot of us don't even realize that we use our imaginations out of these places where we feel anxiety, frustration, anger. And so we're using these, our imagination in that way that perhaps shouldn't be used in that way. 
And if it is used in that way, then that's a part of the lesson too, right? So it's never about shaming us or, or guilting us or saying, I should, I should have done this. Right? No, what you've done was what you're meant to do. You brought it to the light. You brought it to your conscious awareness so you can now see that it exists and it's something that you need to work on. And realizing that path of working on takes time, right? And being gentle, being gentle on that process actually speeds up the process. If you're difficult on yourself, it's going to take that process a lot longer because you're, you're becoming sticky. You're resisting. Remember, what you resist persists. So allowing yourself to make those mistakes, allowing yourself to grow will actually speed up that process a lot. I find that a lot of people these days say they don't have good visual visualization skills, which in turn is connected to that imagination world. Well, we don't even realize, but daily, in a moment-by-moment -moment basis, we are distracted by the outside world via you know, computers, phones, TV, everything else from family, work. So we, we don't have a lot of time. We haven't given ourselves a lot of time. We haven't gifted ourselves enough time to work on our visualization skills because we're already so busy in our minds that we don't spend enough time just in silence, just with ourselves and slowly just working on our visualization skills. It's not very difficult at all. And so if you're one of those that have the difficulty in, in visualization, then I urge you to just slow down, spend a couple minutes of your day to just close your eyes and imagine a scene that you know very well, whether it's a beach scene, a, a country scene, a city scene, and just closing your eyes and imagining that scene in detail as much as you can when you have the peace and the solitude to do so. Spending a couple minutes doing that every day is actually going to really increase your power of your visualization quite quite greatly so that will assist you in your creation of your power of your imagination path and so my dear friends i hope you got something out of this and i wish you a great week a week of accomplishments a week of healing a week of personal power gains i'll see you next time take care bye-bye